Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B, and on this show, we'll talk truth on tough topics to help you normalize and navigate the junk and invite you to choose epic joy on the daily. Because let's be honest, life gets to be a whole lot of both. We'll jam on beliefs, breakups, body image, and so much more to create breakthroughs and become the truest you. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Let's start. All right. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm super stoked today because I have a repeat Wonder Woman with with me today. I have Miss Carrie Michelle, who you guys have heard on the Willpower is Whack, as well as Finding Your Feminine episodes here on Cup of Joy. She is a fan favorite. So I'm sure that this will not be the last, but welcome to the show, Carrie. I am so happy to be back. I love, love, love going on your podcast and having conversations with you. We always have so much fun and you always bring just like so much love and so much light and amazing energy to the space. Before we pressed record on this show, Carrie was um, using her new, what are they called? Tinkshas? Tinkshas, yeah. Tinkshas, which are like these little, how would you describe them? Like these little mini tambourines. Yeah, they look like little mini um, metal uh, saucers that you ding together and it just makes this beautiful vibration. It basically kind of clears the energy in the room and helps align what we're going to be talking about, our chakras. Mm, It reminded me of like, have you ever heard of like a pitchfork? Like you hit a pitchfork on something and then the vibration. It's a tuning fork. A tuning fork. Yes. Ah, this is why Carrie's here today, you guys. We're going to talk all (laughs) things energy because what I know to be true and I've learned so much in my transformation and Carrie has too is that energy is everything it's everything and so let's just let's just start there let's just start there a little bit with like let's talk about energy and where it shows up in our lives Mm -hmm. well I mean the the easiest way to if especially if you're somebody that's like what I don't know this feels a little bit too woo woo you know the the easiest way to start kind of understanding what energy is you know our emotions are energy when we feel angry when we feel sad there is a certain vibration that we are that we're vibrating at and we can feel that mm-hmm. you don't even have to see someone crying or hear somebody yelling if you walk into a room you can feel when people are arguing and you don't even have to hear the argument. So that's energy. You're actually feeling the energy in the room. When, when you walk into a room and even if someone doesn't have tears running down their face, you can just, there's just something about them. You're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? We'll ask that what's wrong. You know, especially if we have children or if we have loved ones, we can feel something's off. So we're actually feeling the energy when we, when we feel that. So I mean, it's just, it's all around us where everybody has a different vibe about them. There's certain people where you're like, Ooh, I don't like them. There's something about them. I don't know what it is. I just, they just got a weird vibe. That's energy. Or you're drawn to someone. You're like, I don't know. I just feel like, ah, I just feel like this person is just, this is my person. We just get along where there's just something about them. And that's, you're feeling their energy, their vibration that they give off. So yeah, that's, that was like the coolest thing for me when I started learning about energy. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I feel like I think about uh frequency on a radio station. 
when your energy, when the energy is all like in sync and you go through like that strong center, that strong channel of town, the sound and the music and the tone is so crisp and so clear. But once you start to drift away from that central channel, it starts to become that crackly, that fuzzy. And right about that time, you start to search for a new station to tune into. And that's no different than the channels in our bodies, which um, I just started to learn about chakras about a year ago when I started doing um, my personal or my, my coaching practice. We learned it in there, but we really, really just kind of blew through chakras, which are the energy centers. And so I know that this is such a huge part of what you do with dealing with energy. So I would love for you to begin to explain what are chakras? What does it even mean? And then kind of take us through the different centers, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember when I first started learning about energy, I just felt super overwhelmed when I, when people would talk about chakras, because I'm like, ah, there's, it feels like there's so much information and it feels like, I don't know if I'll ever get this. And so I really love to just simplify it as much as possible uh, for people to be able to just at just a basic level, at least understand what it is so that, and then if they want to learn more, there's a ton of information on YouTube and, and um, you know, the web. So you can always Google it, but I, so this is how I explain it. I'm a really visual person. So I like to actually explain it visually. So, you know, when we were little girls, you know, those little pinwheels that we used to hold and you oh, blow yeah. on it, little plastic pinwheel. Yeah. And you blow it and as, and as you blow on it, it spins more, or you just hold it up to the wind and it spins and it's just so pretty and you just love it. It's got all these colors. So our chakras are energy wheels. So just think of it as this pinwheel that we have in our system. All right. So we have, we actually have now this, I mean, I'm just going to share this. We actually have 114 chakra systems. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. So we have um, in, inside of our, inside of our body, in our, in our system, in our body and outside in our aura, you know, when you're just like what I was talking about earlier, how we have, like, you feel a certain person's vibe, you're actually feeling their aura their energy that they're giving off. And it's almost kind of like this energy bubble that we have just walking around with us. And there's certain people where you want it, you're drawn into them and you're drawn away from them because you just, there's something about them that you just either like or don't like. You're actually feeling that. And we have chakras in that, but I'm not going to go there because that's, we could go forever about it. I'm going to talk about the major chakras, the ones that are the most commonly talked about. And there are seven of those in our body. And they start at like the base of our spine, basically in our pelvic bowl. That's the very first one's going to be down there. And I'm going to explain each one. And it goes all the way to the top of our head, like our, the crown of our head. So there's seven of them. And they basically go along the line of our spine. Mm -hmm. The first one is your root chakra. And that one is the color red. So just think of a red pinwheel. And when it's not, when it's not super activated, it's either, or it's overactivated. So it can be spinning really slow or not spinning at all. And it's like, really, there's a lot of stuff that's manifesting in your life. That's basically showing that it's not spinning well, or it's overspinning. And so you're, you're actually like, you're on the flip side of it, the other side of that pendulum. So, you know, you want to be in the middle, you want to have it spinning nice and well and fluidly and on a regular basis. So the root chakra, what that one is, um, basically the energy around that is safety. Um, that's your foundation. 
it's like that's going to do with that's going to deal with like financial so anything like safety groundedness if you're like really grounded you just feel really just centered and um just feeling like yeah you know if you're not if you're feeling really loopy and really heady a lot of times our chakra our root chakra is is um probably going a little bit slow so that one's going to be the color red so if you're wanting to if you're wanting to stimulate that chakra more wear the color red eat the color red yeah you're wearing red right now yeah so um you know just like just really visualizing the color red and just um breathing into that area we have that power to actually be able to start getting it moving more by just putting our intention into that area and thinking of the color color red and um and creating more safety in our life more safety where like where is there not like um, um where can you create more foundation uh, if you feel like there's everything feels really unstable, uh, that's when we really get to go in and nurture and love our root chakra. I so feel like that one makes a lot of sense too, because it's like root. I think of roots on a yeah. tree, like really, really deep grounding in. It's like really rooted into the earth. And so that one makes sense if you're feeling unrooted or uprooted, you're feeling very untethered and chaotic. And, and so it's, it's out of sorts. So that one makes a lot of sense. Beautiful. I love that you shared that because that's a great way to remember root grounded safety. Like that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's going to be what the root chakra is about. So then the next one up is going to be um, your sacral. So that one's the color orange. So sacral sexual that's in your basically in your sex organ area um, mm -hmm. where your womb is. So the sacral chakra is going to be all about your sexuality, your emotions, your relationships. And a lot of women have some stuff going on in there because there's a lot of either sexual abuse, um, relationships where there's been, you know, some trauma there as far as like maybe families or, or partners. Um, so, you know, the sacral chakra is going to be a big piece of that, your emotions. So if you're somebody who's really emotional, there can be, you can be overactive or underactive. And so you're going to be focusing on the color orange. So if you want to activate that chakra and have more of that sexual energy or more connections, emo you know, with your emotions, um, then you're going to want to wear the color orange, put it in your house, um, eat foods that are the color orange, and, um, and then just obviously work on your relationship with your womb, with your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that word that you can now say the word, um, the word, the word, the P word, um, just relationship with your sexuality. I mean, obviously there might be some men that are watching this. That's the same thing, you know, with the men, their sexuality and their relationship with their cock. So, you know, just that's going to be that area. I had a lot of, a lot of work and love that I put into my sacral chakra when I was working through the sexual trauma that I experienced growing up. And, um, now it's, doing amazing and it feels really open and expansive but um there was a lot of work there that, that yeah, I that, that I got to do. Be, I feel like that can be an area that creates a lot of doubt or shame or you know the things around sexuality that people kind of take astray a lot of times where you're just like oh well I'm naughty if I do these things or if I enjoy pleasure or pleasure myself in these ways or um I feel like that's an area that can you felt a lot of doubt and guilt in that in that central zone yes guilt that i love that you you said it it's guilt so in the sacral chakra that is where guilt is hold okay held um the shame is actually held in the next one up 
So um, guilt is when we feel guilt, it's held in that. So if we're feeling really guilty, we know that, okay, there's some love to do in, into our womb space. Um, if so we're if we're talking about like, as we're talking about and going through the chakras from the base all the way up to the crown, is it felt in one particular space? Can it, is, is it always felt in the front of the body? I guess I'm, is what I'm saying or the back of the body, or it's in, it's almost like a ring that goes all the way around the body. I've always been curious about that. Uh, it's so different for everybody, but yes, to all of it. Um, there's when I'm, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about the emotional releases that I do, but when I'm doing emotional releases on clients, I can feel when it's, um, when the energy is blocked in the front or in the back. And a lot of times, not always, but a lot of the times when I'm feeling it, let's say that it's in the heart chakra, which we haven't gotten to yet. If it's in the back of the heart chakra, a lot of times it's old pain. So it's old um, um, uh, mistrust or uh, abandonment, things like that, that are, that are showing up. And that's why we're feeling it in the back. Mm, yeah. Like almost like stabbed in the back that the, the phrase, oh, yes. like, oh, I feel like I've been stabbed in the back or whatever. I've all got the phrases, yes. All the phrases that we use, there's like it, uh, like, so for example, just brush it off your shoulder, brush it off. Our shoulders are actually um, uh, major minor chakras are there. It's not part of the major ones, the seven that I'm talking about, but we have major minor. So they're not major and they're not minor. <laughs> mm -hmm. And our shoulders are one of those areas. And so when we say brush it off, we're actually like, we're actually activating and brushing off that chakra that's in that space. So, so much of the thing, the things that we say, actually there's, there's, meaning to it it really actually there's value to to what what it says what we're saying yeah so, um uh so going back to the chakras so the next one is um just right underneath the rib cage just right in there in that space just underneath the breast is the solar plexus and just think the sun is power so solar plexus so i love how you were like root sacral solar plexus is going to be the sun is all about power and so this um chakra is about it's your power source mm. a lot of um a lot of people who have been sexually physically emotionally abused have some tender love and care to do to their solar plexus because their power has been taken away from them um, a lot of women with eating disorders that's where a lot of the love we get to um uh, love on is the solar plexus because eating disorders are so much about feeling out of control or lack of control. So we're trying to control with our food. Um, so, you know, that one's, that one's a big one for a lot of my clients. Uh, the solar plexus and the sacral are the two, are two that are, that are big, big ones for just lots of love. And so is that, that one's also what, like trust in that area? Is that, is it different? Next. That's the okay. next one. Up. I'm like, so, what ahead every time. <laughs> I know, right? You just like, you know, and it goes and it goes in order. Yes. And so like you said, um, like you had uh, brought up shame. So shame is in the solar plexus. So guilt is about, I did something bad. Shame is I am bad. So it's a lot deeper. It's really, it's a lot deeper and it's, and it's, you know, it's some, ah, it's some good juicy stuff to love on and heal. Um, so that one's the color yellow. So you're going to want to wear yellow. And it's interesting because, um, I, I like the color yellow, 
Uh, I like it like visually to look at it, uh, see it, but wearing it was really uncomfortable for me. I actually went through a program where we had to wear each chakra color and it was interesting how some colors I felt comfortable having on my body and wearing throughout the day, but there's other colors I did not feel comfortable wearing. And so that just showed me there's some love to do on that chakra. Like if there's some colors that you're repelled by, just get curious around it. That's interesting. Okay. What chakra does that color match? And what could, what could be there? Where could there be some healing around that? So, and I had eating disorders and, you know, so it's like, it, it made sense. I literally wanted to like rip my yellow shirt off of me and just be like, I just need to get this off. It was crazy. That's real, so, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that one, um, that one's a really, just a great one to, you know, even just putting your hands on that area and just breathing into that area and just, just imagining that yellow pinwheel just blowing and just breathing on it and just giving it so much love and life force energy. Our breath is life force energy. It's really powerful. Um, so, you know, just, it could be that simple as just giving your attention to it and your love, and that's going to help just activate it and create mm -hmm. some energy movement. So the next one is the heart chakra and that one is the color green and that one's about trust, trust, um, connection, love. I mean, just think it's your heart. You know, this is where we, this is where we feel love. This is where we trust. So if you've had um, moments in your life where your trust has been breached, um, where you've been abandoned, there's going to be, there's going to be some um, closing up of that heart space that, that happens in there. So wearing the color green, eating green. Uh, the other color that's associated to it is pink. So the pink um, that also, if you wanted to wear pink or, or have pink around your house, and it's super interesting, look around your house, look at your clothes, see what colors you're drawn to. And that's going to tell something about you as well. Like what color are you drawn to? I have a client, what color was it? Um, yellow. Oh, it's yellow. She's obsessed with yellow, has tons of yellow around her house. And her solar plexus is like just amazing. So yeah, it's interesting what colors we're drawn to. There's no, no coincidence to it. It's interesting with the color green too, because I think of like the heart center, it's like so loving. And I think of, I connect that lovingness, that nurturingness to like mother earth and mother earth is like in all of her abundance. She's so green. She's, she's all the things, but I just think of like the vastness and all of the pouring in and the nurturing is like so loving in the heart space. That makes me think of green. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And if you want to open up your heart space, go out into nature, lay in grass, you know, just um, it's oh, putting our feet in grass. That's another, uh, actually, I'm just going to, I'm going to pause on the, on the major and I'm going to, I'm going to share where the minors are because it's really interesting. So our major minors, like I said, they're not major, they're not minor, are our shoulders, our hands, our hips, and our feet. Ooh. So you know, just thinking of like, when you put your hands on someone's shoulder, you're actually doing an energy exchange, like, you know, Hey, you're okay. You're patting their shoulder, our hands. We shake hands with somebody. We're actually doing an energy exchange. You're actually going, Hey, do I like your energy? Mm. We're doing, we're, we're basically gauging this person by doing this handshake. We're, we're doing an energy exchange. There's some people that will not shake your hand and they use the excuse of germs, whatever. I know COVID right now is, is a different, I'm just talking about you know, not COVID time, um, you know, just shaking someone's hands. There's some people that won't do it. Well, you can, I mean, you can even like tell the energy, you know, when I was 
yeah. going through like businessy type thing. They're like, like have a firm handshake because you can yeah. see the difference between like somebody who's really like aggressive, energy. aggressive or just like, or just short confidence or yeah. But then there's like the like leggy hand, the dead fish hand. Yeah. Like, what was that? Like, like do you even care about life? Like, try, try that again. Try it again. Like, but yeah. Like, oh yeah. A, hand, a handshake says so much about a person and, and their energy. Um, same thing when we give a hug, our heart space is extreme, powerful, intense energy, um, energy wheel. And so when we give someone a hug, we are, we're creating a very uh, charged energy exchange. That's why some people do not like hugging or they hug sideways. They're actually turning their heart away from you. It says so much about the relationship, how comfortable you feel with that person or where that person is as far as their guard. The very, they have their heart very guarded if they're not willing to do a full heart to heart hug. And when we, when we think about energy and hugs, that makes so much sense because I've heard so many people say like, you need 10 hugs a day or whatever, however many hugs a day. And it makes so much sense because it's literally like the energetic embrace, the exchange of all of that, that is, that could create some momentum in your own body, in your own being, just by making the exchange. Yeah. Yeah. It's really powerful. And you know, when somebody is really down or sad, what do we do? We want to hug them because we're actually wanting to like resource our love and our, you know, the energy that we have and we're, we're giving it to them because theirs is a little bit low. And so we're, we instinctively want to come in and be like, here, here's some, I have some to give to you. We're actually, we are actually, when we, when we say I'm sending you love, we're actually doing that. We're sending the vibration of love to the person. They don't have to be in the same room or actually making uh, bodily contact with us. When we say, I'm sending you good vibes, I'm sending you heal healing vibes. Like when we do that, we're actually sending that energy out. We are that powerful. It doesn't matter how far across the country or world the person is, we have that power and that ability. It's well, and don't our, our thoughts and our words have energy too, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. It's so that our really words are spells. spelling, they're spells. We have to be so powerful with the words that we choose to speak. Because first of all, it's the, and it starts with our thoughts because our thoughts create the words. So it's really being conscious of where are my thoughts and what are the words that I'm expressing because I'm creating my reality. I'm sending out vibration. When we say certain words, they're really charged. And you know, there's certain word, there's certain cuss words that are like, whoa, you know, it just yeah. like, it hits you. It's like, and when someone says it a certain way, there's, it's the energy that they're sending it out with. That's like why sometimes people say it's not, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. Like, Ooh, well, that's kind of true. talking about energetics. They can feel you. They can feel the frequency of your words. Yeah. And when we put our, when we put our hands on someone's face or we put our hands on someone's heart, you know, we'll just like put it or we're putting it on their back. So we're actually doing it on the back of their heart. When we're patting their back, we're giving them energy from our hand, you know, like um, superhero movies and they're like, psh, and they're sending out this laser from their hand. And, like we have to realize that we actually are doing that. We just can't see it with our human eyes. We are sending out energy all the time. We have to be very um, and, and the more that we understand that we, it's important that we be more conscious about what energy am I sending out and, um, and what am I taking in? So, I, I call myself an energy snob. I don't put myself in places like, um, uh, places as far as like, uh, 
uh, a restaurant or a bar or things like that, that where I don't feel comfortable with the energy or people. If I don't, if I don't, if the vibe doesn't feel right for me, I'm out because I, I absorb a lot of energy and I'm, I'm an empath. So empaths feel everything. And I don't, I don't want to take that and I don't want to feel it. So I'm really careful about who I'm around and what I'm doing and, and think about times that you've gone to the, just the grocery store and you come home and you feel super drained. You're like, why am I so tired? Like I felt fine. And I just went to this grocery store and now I need to go take a nap or the mall or, you know, just any kind of event where there's crowded crowds of people. Why do we feel drained after that? It's because there's so much energy that we're, we're interacting with and it can feel draining to us. And we're, we physically get tired. Yeah. It's really, really powerful. That's even like so, the, the collective of the energy of the world. It's like things trans transmute, like through everything that we're doing every single day. And since we're all holding different vibrations, I was talking about this this morning um, with someone else or on a live. And I was like, does anybody else feel like this, like, like this, like, this like stressful tension energy right now. It's almost like just like so much tenseness and uncertainty. And when we all hold that vibration or even a spark of that vibration as an, as an entire world or state or universe, even we all feel that together and it Mm -hmm. impacts, it impacts our human experience on the daily. So we have to be really mindful that we're not taking on all the energy of the collective as well. Oh my gosh. I love that you're saying this. Like I could, I geek out on this stuff so much because, um, you know, I, both of us were personal trainers. So we were big on the physical body and taking care of this physical body and, and, um, and, you know, now, and we're coaches, so we're working on, and we're big on emotionality. So obviously the more that we're learning all this stuff and we're doing the things and we're coaching people and we're watching and we're doing our own, our own, um, healing on ourselves, where I'm realizing, and I know you're realizing this as well, that our emotional health is essential. It's everything. And, and it like our physical health will manifest in a positive way or a negative way, determining what our emotional health is, what energetically, how, like, where are we healthy as far as like, um, where's our health energetically. Yes. And, and so like, and, and that includes what do we consume as far as social media, TV, movies, um, f- conversations with friends, like all of that, all um, all is a part of what we're consuming for our energetic health. And if we're consuming a lot of negativity, we're adding to that thickness that you just talked about. So for me, this is my personal, like what I've chosen. I haven't had a TV for 11 years. I choose not to watch anything because it's good. I don't even care if it was like a good plot. It's going to bring down my vibration because it's something that's um, uh, sad or scary or evil or whatever. And so I'm bringing my vibration down. And so if enough of us do that on a regular basis, we all feel it. So if we want to add, we want to bring the vibration up of the collective of everyone, it's important that we start with ourselves first. How do we, how do we take accountability of our energetic health and our vibration? And, and that's doing the things that make you feel good Mm -hmm. play you know, having just beautiful, um, intelligent, stimulating conversations, 
um, choosing to um, meditate and really, really be conscious of what are the thoughts that I'm, that I'm thinking and not just letting them be um, uh, just like reactive to it, where it's like, oh, there I went into a downward spiral, you know, trying to be more proactive with what are the thoughts that I'm thinking and who are the people that I'm interacting with, where are the places that I'm going, is all of this bringing up my vibration. And so, and that's like the best thing you can do for, for the world. Yeah. You know, it's not watching the news that's bringing down your vibration. So like if whatever is going to bring up your vibration, it's going to add to, and the more of us that do that, everything's going to start shifting, but people aren't taking responsibility for their emotional health because they don't realize that it's actually something really important. <laughs> really, really, really important. And I, I love this conversation too, because I have so many people tell me, well, I just don't have time. I just don't have time to do that. And what I really hear them saying is like, I'm out of energy to put any energy in there. And we're depleted. We have to be so careful where we place and prioritize our energy. We are yeah. responsible for placing and prioritizing that every moment of our day, because mm-hmm. even like, even the conversations that you're having, it's more than just a conversation. What meaning are you making out of that conversation? Because you may yeah. hear a word and words are just words until we assign a meaning to them. Yes. So yes. you don't have to take on any of the haters or any of the, the comments or the, the, you know, the bullying and all that stuff. It, it, it doesn't serve us, but we can mm-hmm. also take human responsibility to reject that energetic exchange. We can say, thanks. This is what I say. I am unavailable for that. Like it feels so good for me because it's like, there's, there's, I'm just, I'm just unavailable for that. I'm available for this. I'm unavailable for that. And, um, and, and I, and I set this loving boundary for myself to be unavailable for things that are not for my highest good and engaging in petty conversation with somebody who's just projecting their, um, trauma and their pain and their insecurities on me. Like, no, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have time for that. Like I, I, that's the kind of thing that I'm like, I don't have time for it. And now that doesn't mean that I don't have things that are heavy in my life just because I prioritize making sure that like my vibration is, is as high as it possibly can be on a regular basis. I still have lows. I still have moments. I still have things, responsibilities. And I was actually just talking to you about this before we got on, on it, that, you know, there's some heaviness that I'm, I'm holding right now with my, with my business and it's, it's beautiful and I've signed up for it. And, and so it's super important that I am even more on like the making sure that I have space to make sure that my energetic system doesn't get um, like bogged down with all the heavy energy. Mm. Hopefully that didn't sound too like, um, hopefully that made sense. (laughs) Uh, I think this kind of brings it full circle too, in a sense that like when we're taking on all of these energies externally and we become like, it's almost subconscious most of the time. And that's why it's so important to create consciousness around energy and the chakra, um, uh, mm-hmm. spirals or pinwheels, like you said, the uh, chakra energy. points, yeah, yeah, the energy systems is that when we notice that we're feeling off, how do yes. we ask ourselves, which chakra system do I need to support or clear out? What's the difference between supporting and clearing or isn't there one? Well, um, 
you know, it's going to be this, it's going it, to like, it's going to go hand in hand. So they, you know, and honestly, it's just really, truly learning how to connect with your body. And some people don't have that connection at all. And that's okay. Just having awareness around, I don't know what my body's telling me. I don't know what's going on. Now, um, an indication will be, so we were just at the throat chakra, or sorry, we were just at the heart chakra. The next one is the throat chakra. So I'm going to use the example of that. Um, sometimes we feel like, <clears throat> like, I feel like I need to clear my throat. That's an indication. Your body's letting you know there's some stuff here in your throat, or maybe you get sore throats on a regular basis. Where are you not speaking your truth? Because mm. our throat chakra is all about communication. It's all about your truth. You're, you speaking your truth and holding like holding your boundaries and, and, and saying what you're available for and what you're not available for and really speaking that and, and then holding that. So, um, you know, just being aware of, okay, also like what's going on in your life. Are you needing to have a conversation with somebody and you're avoiding it? That's going to be an indication. And then you feel like really yucky and you're just feeling like really stressed out and, um, avoiding it. That's an indication that there's, okay, that's throat communication throat. I mean, that's where we speak from. So that one's an easy one to remember as well. Um, so that in that case, it's like, okay, what do I need to do? I need to have the conversation. That's what's going to help me with this. And sometimes after I have the conversation, I get a sore throat. This has happened to me many times. So it's not a coincidence. Our body does not get sick on like on accident. We don't, it, it's, our vibration is our vibration sometimes can be so low because we've been, we haven't been taking care of our energetic health. And so we're susceptible to viruses mm -hmm. and, diseases. but if we're keeping our emotional health at its peak optimal level and real, and, and I'm not saying be happy rainbow and sunshine. I'm saying, if you're feeling sad, feel the sadness, allow it to move. Emotions are energy in motion, emotions. Mm -hmm. They, they need to move. It's like, they are not meant to just get stuck in our body and to avoid them because when we avoid them and we try to just like, just trap it in there, like, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not sad. Whatever it is, we're trapping it. And that emotion gets stuck in our body. And then it's, it's going to end up, end up manifesting in physical weight, physical pain, physical illness. Yeah. It, it's got to manifest in some way because it need or else, or else we just move it. So I'm saying emotional health is about, or, and, um, and your um, energetic health is all about honoring what's in our system and, and allowing it to move, allowing it to move through. And then being super, like being that energy snob of what am I putting myself into? And is this for my highest good, my highest energetic good? Mm. That's so, that's so, that's such an important conversation to have right now, because mm -hmm. I think so many women and men, especially in our world that are trying to change their physical bodies, right? We both worked in the physical trainer world for so long, trying to help people with that, not even realizing that so many of their physical ailments are simply, simply a result of your emotional well-being, which is directly correlated to your energetic 100%. Yes. It's just, and it's something that I feel like in 2020, this is the year that people are starting to get that. Yes. I think it was this uphill battle for us before. It was like, I promise it matters what that you feel your emotions and it matters that your energy is like, you know, high vibing. And now I feel like people are going, oh, <laughs> yeah, I oh. think there might be some of it. 
maybe yeah. maybe you know, doing just a bunch of bicep curls and squats isn't going to get me the happiness and the fulfillment of my life that I want. I'm not saying don't work out. Like absolutely take care of this meat suit that you're in. But part of that is taking care of your emotional your emotional health. That's not part of that. The the biggest piece of that is because when we're connected to our body, when we're connected to and feel safe expressing our emotions and moving that energy, then we are going to have a relationship with this meat suit that we're in. And when we have a relationship with it, a connection with it, it's just like any relationship that we have, a partner, a friend, our child, when we love that relationship, when we love that person, we're going to make sure that we take care of that relationship and that we cultivate that relationship and that we love and we honor and we communicate and we trust. And so we're going, it's just natural. It's part of it. It's a package deal. When we take care of our emotional health and our energetic health, it just comes, it happens. We want to take care of this body. So we move it how we want to move it, but it's not, it's not in a punishing way because we love it. We don't punish the things that we love. Well, and I love that too, because like what you said earlier, that emotions are energy in motion. I think we both got confused because we, we love movement. We love movement. We, We both were building careers on movement alone, but we recognized that we were moving our bodies because we hated our bodies and we were scared to get fat and all the things that so many people think. But now that we've learned to feel good in our emotionality, we use movement to move the energy when it's stuck. We use movement, like just like love on ourselves so much more. Okay. I'm going to move my body because I know when I do like, that's what I used to, that's why people call it the runner's high, right? It's not actually a runner's high. Well, it is. It's because you're high vibing off of the emotions that you just moved using your breath. Because when you run, circulating the breath in a pattern to keep your legs moving on the ground. And that's all the runner's high is, is energy and motion. Yes. And you, and this is, I mean, this is what we coach on. How you move energy is breath, sound, and movement. So um, you can, and that's why people feel good. Like what you were saying after a workout, it's like, they're in this bad mood and they go and they work out. They're like, Oh, I feel so much better. Uh, it's all about, it's about what are you, what's your intention behind doing the thing? Mm -hmm. And so like my intention before was because I hated my body and I needed to punish it. So I didn't get all the benefits of all the movement that I was doing. And it was really abusive. I was, I was trying to submit my body to, into looking a certain way and being a certain way through, through hating it. And it just, you just can't ha- have a sustainable transformation through hate no. and guilt and shame. And, and, you know, all of those things that I carried when, when I, that's what inf- was infused in my workouts. And so now my workouts look very different and there there's less and it's less time because I'm realizing my body doesn't really want to work out six hours a day. <laughs> it only wants to work out two 45 minute workouts a week. Like that's all that it wants. And it wants it to be like where I'm just dancing in between a set and, and, and just doing more of just flowy things. That's me, me personally. I'm not saying that for us to get to a place where we love our bodies, we only do two 45 minute workouts. That's Carrie. And I reserve the right to change my mind. There may be down the road. I want to work out three times a week now. And we, we're going to, and then, but I'm doing that as, cause I'm honoring my body and I'm listening to what does my body want? Oh, I will give that to you body because I'm connected to it, but I couldn't get to that place 
until I was willing to really, truly feel safe, feeling all of my emotions, because that's how our body communicates to us. It can't talk and say, hey, you're sad. Can you cry right now? It, it feels sadness. It communicates to us through physical pain and physical emotions or, and from emotions. And so we're, but we're constantly numbing them. We're not listening to it. And so then what ends up happening, then we've got stuff going on in our chakras that get, you know, we've got stuff going on in the throat. So a lot of thyroid issues are that heart conditions, you know, where are you not, where have you, where's trust been breached? Where has love, like, where has your heart been broken? Um, you know, gut issues are so much about emotions and not holding your emo or holding in your emotions or what, um, you know, constipation, what are you holding on to? What are you not willing to let go of? What are you, you know, just, I mean, all of it, all of it, back pain has so much to do with stability, financial insecurities, like lower chronic back pain, all of it, our body's communicating to us all the time. It's not broken. I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, gosh, my hips have been hurting so bad for the past like four months. Mm. And you know this because we, we run in the same circle, but I'm sure you know exactly where the link is because you work in energy. And she said, Heidi, where are you off balance? Our hips are the balancing centers for our whole bodies. And the minute she said that, I was like, holy shit. My, my life has been off balance for the past four months. And I know exactly what that means emotionally in my system. And as soon yeah. as I clicked that chakra and that yeah. energetics with the body ailment, I went, I know how to, I know how to change this. I can work with this. I can support this. So you guys, this is why this energy conversation is so important. It's not about like, I used to think that the chakra energy centers were all about like yogis are trying to teach me something like these yogi or Buddhist gurus. Like I just had like ideas in my mind of people just like meditating all day and being like doing all these things. And they would just always talk about chakras. But now that I've learned that it's actually just the energetic exchange in our actual bodies and our actual beings and with one another, that is a game changer. That is a game changer to know how to nurture all these centers all the way from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, basically, yeah. to give yourself either the grounding or the trust or, or, or the freedom or like releasing the guilt, like getting into those sections and giving yeah. it what it needs is so powerful. The more you know, the more you're able to heal and connect and under, you just understand yourself more. And that's what we all want. We want to understand why do I have the life that I have and the body that I have and the things that I, and the feelings that I have. And it's like our body's constantly letting us know, but we're just like, we're, we're, we're numbing it with food and pills and social media and, and busying ourselves with work and to, to try to like drown out our body, just constantly letting us know, Hey, 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 there's something here. There's something going on. And it's, it, it's just, it's almost kind of comical now just to think that I was so frustrated for so many years, just feeling like I didn't understand my body. Yeah. And I, but it's like, it was constantly, and I was so frustrated with it, not doing what I wanted it to do, or that it was you know, just, um, it would hold on to weight and I wanted it to let it go, but it was trying to let me know, Hey, you're holding on to a ton of emotions here. You're not like, you're not processing emotions. I can release the re relate. I can release the weight. If you would just release these emotions and just feel this stuff, 
Mm-hmm. And, and the trauma, all the trauma, like there was just, it's just, it's just beautiful. I, the more we understand our bodies, we can see the magic of it and the appreciation of it. And even with all the imperfections that it has, we can still appreciate and accept it for this beautiful, magnificent machine that it is. That's mm. uh, always just trying to help us. It's just trying to keep us alive. And, well, and I, love I love what yeah. you said earlier about um, just the relationship to your body and kind of that conversation of like, if you think about the relationship with your friends or the relationship with your family, if you said the guilt trippy, nonsensical, like hurtful things that come through your brain every day to your friends, to your best friends, to your loved ones, to the person that you're dating or you think you want to date, they're not going to stick around and they're not going to support you and they're not going to nurture you and they're not going to lift you up. They're, they're not going to like you very much and and nothing's going to change. And yet our body does like it constantly, no matter how much we abuse it, it's like, oh, you're going to abuse me some more. So now I'm going to show you like what, what else that you need to work on and what else you need to love on. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, our bodies are just, I'm like, I I've had so many conversations with my body, just weeping, just saying, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. You were trying so hard to tell me that there were things that I was not doing or things that I was doing that was damaging me. And, and I wasn't listening. I got angry at you. And so then you just, you can, but you continue to show up for me day after day after day. Mm. And, and I just, I hated you, but you continue to just breathe for me, pump my heart, move the food, like all the things that you just, you just naturally do. And you just, you keep me alive and you're constantly letting me know, Hey, there's something going on here. And I just, I would just, I numbed you. I tried not, I was numbing you and punishing you over and over and over again. And that's, I'm not sharing that to have anybody feel guilt around how they're, how they're treating their body. It's just, let's just wake up and realize our body is not working against us. I don't care how much illness, disease, chronic pain that you have currently going on in your body. It is information. And when we can create the attachment to it and the, and the resistance around it and see it as just that we can start in the direction of healing it. Mm. There's consequences for how we've treated this body. And sometimes they're, they're chronic and, and I'm, I'm lucky. I don't have a poop bag or that I don't have um, a thyroid uh, that I didn't destroy my thyroid or that I don't have adrenal fatigue. I should have those things with all the extreme things that I did to it. So there's sometimes consequences. And now we have to just, I had to work on a lot of gut issues. I had so much gut problems. I would have distended belly for like this, a six month pregnant looking belly from like all just the just the, the damage that I did to my gut because I was holding on to so many emotions Ooh. all the time or processing anything. This is, this is a perfect segue into all the magic that you do because I was just going to ask you, okay, so now that we know, now that we know we have these energetic systems that we can support, how do we shift our energy? And I know your magic is like in energetic release. So let's go there. How can we shift our energy? Yeah, I, I actually do emotion. I call them emotional release sessions. And, um, when a client comes to me, they're, uh, they're usually just feeling like, ah, I feel so heavy and stuck and they're just feeling off. They're feeling maybe super angry all the time, sad, and they don't understand. Maybe they do know what it is, but a lot of times people don't even know. I just feel like off in my life. Mm 
-hmm. And so what's going on is there's just there, there, just think of it as like, you've just got this, I call it um, like energetic, just an energetic buildup. And it's just, it's almost kind of like this piling up, piling up, piling up in, in our system. And we're just, we're so bogged down by it. We're just so heavy with emotion. We'll even say that I just feel so heavy. I feel so tired. I feel so drained. You know, all of these words that we're using is that it, it's all just an indication of an, our, our energetic health not being at its optimal. So when a client comes to me, I'm working with them in a session where we're intentionally breathing and moving the energy through um, breath, sound, and movement. So, because that's how energy is moved. So I'm tapping into their chakra system, into their body and feeling into where it's stuck. I can feel if there's some stuckness in their heart because I can feel it in my body. Mm -hmm. I can, uh, I'm, I'm tuning into their, to their energy and I'm feeling it. Okay. There's some stuff in the heart. There's some stuff in the solar plexus. There's some stuff, you know, and we're just, we're moving it. We're, we're moving it through sound. So it's, you know, sometimes they're screaming, sometimes they're moaning. Sometimes it's just, um, uh, like a growl, you know, or it's just, it depends on what the energy wants. So, so we're tapping into their body and we're feeling in how does this, how does the body want to move it? And sometimes the head can go like, what the heck am I doing? Like, this is so weird, but we've got to, we've got to take the ego away, take the mind away and know that the body actually knows how to move it. We actually know we used to know when we were kids. So it's not a matter of learning to do this. It's a matter of remembering to do this. Children do this all the time. They will, when they have lost it and they feel super overwhelmed with um, emotion, they will drop in the middle of a grocery store and throw a tantrum. They don't care who's around. Mm -hmm. They are actually doing a very healthy energetic discharge. They're moving the energy because it's too much in their body and they can't handle it anymore. But what do we do? We tell them as parents, stop that. So we're programmed into holding it in. And so we learn to not, not express and move the energy. So it's not that we're broken or that we don't know how to do this. We actually do. We've just been programmed out of it. So I'm helping my clients remember how to do it. When, you know, a child will just start crying and watch them, watch it like on a playground, somebody makes them mad. They took their toy. They hit the person. Not that that's the best way to move energy, but they'll, you know, they'll, they'll express, they'll cry and then they're fine. Then they're playing with that friend again. They're totally fine because they moved the energy. It's they are maskers. Instant expression, instant, instant processing of the pain, instant processing of the emotionality and doing the release automatically versus yeah. us taking it all in, worried about what other people are going to think, worried about expressing it, worried about, can I handle the pain anymore? Cause we think that we can't. And then we, it just, just like sits. It's, it's yes. like a moldy piece of bread on your counter for years. Like, ah, we and it's not necessary. Like, you just throw it away. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just throw so, it away. I love that you brought that up because honestly, it was a year ago when I really had the most impactful, like, whoa, moment of what happens when we trap energy in our body. And I was at a retreat, two women were there. And when they came to the retreat, they almost got in a car accident. It was really dangerous. They were fine. They were able to make it and, um, and you know, didn't have any, any issues. Like they didn't get any hurt, any damage to their body. Um, but it was really scary. It was, it was really, it was like a scary, almost life-threatening accident. And so we're into this, we're into the retreat a couple days in, uh, we knew that they almost had gotten into it. We had, had talked about it and they said how scary it was. 
Well, at one point, the facilitator was, was talking about trauma and she was talking about how when uh, something happens in our life and, and we have the impact, the rupture in our body of something traumatic happening, whether it's something big like sexual trauma or something, you know, even just something as um, what would be kind of smaller as almost getting in a car accident. It's still trauma. It's still something, uh, it, it gets, our, our system gets pinged. And unless we move the energy in that moment or at some point, it gets trapped in our body. And so she asked these two women, she said, did you, what did you do when you almost got in that accident? And they're like, well, you know, cause they're women. So they're like, we just made sure everybody was okay. And we just, you know, we got out and we just, she's like, did you scream? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't appropriate. Like it would have been weird like to do that. Like we needed to stay in control cause that's how we've been programmed. Like, don't like, that's like, what you're screaming. So she asked both of them to scream right then. And we're sitting there. We're just this group of women. I didn't, I wasn't in the accident with them. The blood curdle screams that came out of these women brought instant tears to my eyes. My whole body was like, I could feel the, the vibration of the terror that they felt at the impact of the accident. And that was the moment that I realized, oh my gosh, we hold this constantly in our bodies. We get pinged all the time with, you know, just little, little pings, little emotional pings and really big ones. And we hold it in because we got to keep it all together. And we need to make sure that like, you know, for whatever reason, it's not appropriate. We think it's not appropriate to like let out the scream or to cry or to, you know, to do whatever it is, like do, do some breath, whatever it is to be able to move that energy. And we hold that and hold that and hold that. And that's what's happening to our systems. And so that it was really impactful for me. And I realized how powerful it is when we express and move energy and how much better we feel our system. We feel like, ah, I can breathe. Mm. Like, ah, like, I just like, we always feel good when we do a good cry. Right. And we're just like, we just scream because we're like, I just can't take it anymore. And then we're like, okay, I'm good. Right. And it feels even better when you realize that you are in, you are in control, like you are in control so you can let it go when you need to. And it feels really, really good when you let yourself emote, express, scream for you so that you're not screaming at someone else because that's usually what happens is we hold yeah. it we hold it and we hold it in and then there's something that happens with someone else outside of ourselves and then we lay it all out on them, them because we've been waiting to let yeah. that stuff process and it's stuck and so we're like here's an opportunity you can take all the shit that's been in my body for the past two weeks you're welcome and, and then it's a problem yeah. sam <laughs> calls it emotional constipation where yeah, we just emotional constipation and I, and I like the way I look at it is like, it's anger in a pressure cooker. It's just like building, 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 building. And then all of a sudden, like you stub your toe on a desk and you're like, beep, 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 beep. And you're super angry or, you know, your kids spill some milk and it's like, and then all of a sudden you're just like, bah! just scream at them or somebody cuts you off. And now all of a sudden you're road raging. That's emotional constipation that if you have been actively moving the energy of anger, which is beautiful. It's amazing, beautiful anger. If you were actively moving it on a regular basis, you would not um, be aggressive. You would not have that emotional constipation where you project the, the, the emotion onto somebody else. Yeah. So that's the importance of having that emotional landscape. Then we don't have moments of, of, um, of having a healthy emotional landscape. Then we don't have moments of just 
dumping it on someone or something. We're somebody who's um, able to just, when we get sad, we cry. When we get mad, we scream or we punch something like not a person, like an object, like a, like a bed or a punching bag, or, you know, that it's, it's, that's natural and it's beautiful. And we used to know how to do that. So we're just relearning We're I'm just teaching my clients. I'm, I'm helping them remember how to move that on a regular basis so that they are just living this high vibrating, healthy, open, they don't feel like they can breathe. They feel like they can juggle life and that they can make decisions and, and, and they don't like hate everybody. <laughs> yeah. If we don't move our emotions, it clogs our clarity. And yeah. for so many of us, like, like clarity and creativity are such a huge part of our existence as human beings. And when we lack clarity and we lack creativity, it's just like, it's crippling. It's crippling. So I love that you're doing this work. It makes me so happy. You guys, her, Carrie's information is going to be all in the show notes. So you got to make sure that you connect with her to do an emotional release session. I still have to schedule mine, but it's totally, totally happening. And I just love you so much. I love that you do this work, but we did not cover the last two chakras. So let's do that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So the, um, really quick, the, um, the sixth, sixth chakra is our, um, is our third eye. So it's in the middle of the forehead, right between the eyebrows. And that color is indigo. So like a deep purplish blue, and that one's going to be connected to our intuition. So, you know, just really just, are you, do you feel like you're really intuitive? Do you, and our into everybody's intuitive. No, you know, it's just, it's a muscle. So the more you use it, the more that you follow your intuitive hits, the stronger it gets. So it's just, it's just honoring that, Ooh, I should go there or I should not go there, or I should have this conversation. I should do this job. I just really just following those intuitive hits that come. And uh, the more you do it, it just gets, it gets stronger. And that it's just sense of like it being the eye. It's like, I see my truth. Like I, I yeah. see, I see what's real for me. I see that intuitive knowing, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of people that will call it the first eye instead of the third eye because it's like it's the it's that's we see that we see from that first because we we're reading energy energy communication uh, only only thirty percent is actual words seventy percent of our communication is energetic so you and I are having more our conversation seventy percent of our conversation is the energy that we're sending to each other mm. that's why when somebody's saying words and you're like bullshit. I, I can feel it. I can feel it. You just know, like, it doesn't matter how good, like how many, like how good they are trying to convince you. You just know, and that's your intuition. That's your, just that, that knowing that's, you know, and just trust that the more you trust it, the stronger it gets. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is your crown chakra. So it's at the top of your head and that one's the color of violet. So like a really pretty kind of lighter purple. And that's your connection to God, your higher self, divine source, insert whatever, whatever word, but just something, you know, just, um, what creation mm. and, uh, and just, and the more that you are, you know, you just have a connection with your soul and God, that chakra is going to feel really open. And you're just going to just have this knowing it's, this is this knowing of who you are and what you are to do and, and how to show up and, and all of that. And it's just, that's your spiritual, that's your spiritual chakra. Mm. This is so good, Carrie. This is so good. Thank you so much for taking the time to break it down, simplify yeah. things, help people understand that our energy really is everything. Our energy is everything. And it we are we are in control. So much, so many of us, I feel like, just want control 
because there's a lack of trust. Like you can have control or you can have trust, but you can't have both. So this is the way to trust yourself. Trust Uh, yourself to give yourself exactly what you need. Checking in with your energy once in a while, knowing what is circulating through your body, releasing anything that is not serving you um, through these different energy centers is really going to make your human experience so much more comfortable and enjoyable. And for those, for those that are listening that are, they identify as people who really want to control their life. What we have to realize is that control is an illusion. You cannot control anything outside of you or what's going to happen to you. The only two things that you have control over is your emotions and how you choose to react to something. So Mm -hmm. there's your power. If you want to, if you really like want, if you're really holding on to that, I need to control, I need to control, just pivot a little bit and have, stop trying to control your outward experience and, and what, where your power is, is internally. You literally can feel peace with chaos happening around you. You have that power. There's where your control is. Mm. So when we can start, start looking inward and just realizing that all the answers are within our bodies constantly communicating to us and our power is in our emotions and how we choose to react to things. Mm. That's, and that's like, no one can take that from you. No one can, can decide and choose how you choose to feel as much as it feels like you make me so mad. They don't, you're choosing that. So, you know, just that's where your power is. That's where your control is. Oh, into- so good. <laughs> I know. It's so awesome. I love you so much. So good. So good. All right. So we always close out every episode, but I'm going to ask you these anyways, even though you've been on here a couple of times, because sometimes it shifts for us, just like our energy does. I forgot what you asked. So I don't even remember. Genius. Well, the first question (laughs) is, what do you love most about yourself? Oh, I just, I love my, my hunger for, um, for whole, I don't think I said this last time. I love my hunger for whole health. I, I just, I love, I love the process of my life and how it's, it's, it's gotten me to this place and all of my contrasts that I've experienced, all my pain to create this passion, to want to really truly understand what whole health is, mind, body, soul, emotionality, like really truly incorporating all of that and not having it be just tipped onto the physical. So that, I love that I'm just, I'm hungry for it. I'm thirsty for knowing more and more and more about that. Cause it's everything. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. Okay. And this last question is what does joy feel like? Ooh, it feels like, okay, this is the, the, the example that I, um, that I use. It feels like a spiritual orgasm. Ooh. So a spiritual orgasm is like a whole body. It's like an inside body chill. And, and that's when I am purely connected to God, to my higher self, and to, if there's a person with me, to their soul. Like that's pure joy for me. And it's when we're in healing moments, it's when we're in vulnerable moments. Like, so somebody else's joy might be, you know, that they're having this ecstatic. For me, it's like joy is when somebody's exposing their pain and they're opening and they're opening their heart. Like that's when the connection's happening. That's joy for me. Oh, so much connection. So much connection. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Oh, I felt that. I felt all of that. How can people find you, Carrie? Are, is your retreat sold out? Can they still come? If 
there will be more if it's sold out. How can, how can they be part of your world, get emotional releases, all of it? Yeah. So you, you can find out about my retreat, uh, from my, uh, from my social media, from Facebook, Carrie Michelle. And I think you're going to be putting that in there. So I don't need to spell it out. You're going to be putting in the show notes. My retreat is January 12th through the 15th. We are going to be doing all things energy, uh, goddess, feminine flow, sexuality, healing our relationship with our body, our sensuality. Like just from my last episode, you know that that's like a big thing for me. And just our relationship with just life in general. How do we show up and thrive? So that's going to be January 12th through the 15th. There are still spots available. So if somebody's wanting to get in on that, just message me and just let me know that, you, um, that you're interested in my retreat. But I'm also on Instagram, Carrie Michelle as well. And um, I just, I have a Starlight Sisters group. So if you're wanting to be a part of my community and just, it's so high vibing and we have a lot of fun. We do a lot of energy movement in there every Monday. Um, or even just physical movement. So I do, I've, I have lots of fun things that, that we do emotional releases. And then obviously one-on-one coaching that, that someone can do with me where they're wanting more of that intimacy and uh, commitment of, you know, three to six months of working with me. So lots of different options. That's amazing. I mean, you guys have heard her before you'll hear her again. She's incredible. Just start getting more Carrie in your world. And I promise you, your energy will start shifting immediately. It's like you get in Carrie's presence and you're like, I already feel better <laughs> every time, every time. So I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait for our next conversation, whatever, wherever it leads us. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for, ha- for having me, Heidi. I adore you so freaking much. So, and I love our conversations and yeah, I'm excited for our next one. Beautiful. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message, question, or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcast. To learn more about Cup of Joy, the podcast, and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon.